0: All right, welcome back to another episode of Generally Assembled, your absolute number one favorite Pennsylvania House Republican podcast, uh, the most listened to podcast of all of the House Republican podcasts. By the way, we are the gem of the. Yeah, Seth PA Grove House of said
1: he threw out some numbers, but I don't. I think it's fake news.
0: I yeah. think the numbers are. I think the
1: numbers are Wolf's first budget type numbers. Like they have, they are not real. Yeah. Right? Do you agree? They're not based in reality. Agree. Fantasy Island numbers. Uh, are we are we good with that? We we know because he's talking to me like how there were seven more listeners, but he couldn't exactly give me a specific time, and that it was one month, one week. I think I think it's below. Well, me.
0: and we also have anecdotal evidence that uh, our listeners might be listening on one platform, but in a group setting. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't know how many people mom brings over to the house at one time, but I told
1: her, like, let's have them all on different devices, right? Like, uh, let's give them all, if they can't figure out their cell phones because it's a retirement community, then let's set up a couple different computers.
2: I've polled all Ruth's of Bedford, and we are winning, hands down. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Hands down,
0: not even close. Um, So, look, it was a a very interesting week here in the uh, the Pennsylvania House. We uh, are continuing to deal with the budget and with a twist of impeachment. A budget with the—that sounds like a drink at Café Fresco. Uh, they do do drinks at Café Fresco, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Right. That's what it sounds like. I've, I've only ordered sandwiches and breakfast there. Okay. Well, but I think that I've never that been to Café Fresco. Like, budget post- with a, 1 p.m. I think budget with a
1: twist of impeachment sounds like a drink. Do you uh, agree? Yes. Yeah. And yeah. it sounds like a drink that would be very popular this time of year.
0: Uh, well, I guess it depends if you're Larry Krasner
1: or not. <laughs> uh, no, this, here's the thing: I actually think Krasner likes this because this is, gives him a chance to. Like certain people do, they want to go to battle. Like he wants to be a martyr of the of this George Soros. DA Association is, right? That, that group. like he, He's proud of it. I mean, I'm proud of our guys uh, for, for Representatives O'Neill and, and Ecker and Kale for stepping up and, and showing that we are going to hold people accountable. We don't have a recall system in Pennsylvania. This is what we have to do. But I think Krasner embraces the fight, too. I mean, I wish he would embrace you know, enforcing the law in the same way.
0: Yeah, I mean, Larry Krasner in, in, is the first pro-crime DA, in my recollection, of people who are uh, in office to uphold the law. He is actually in favor of uh, the criminals in favor, instead of being in favor of upholding his oath of office, which is to protect and defend uh, the laws, enforce the laws, and protect the people of uh, Pennsylvania, especially those in Philadelphia. And, 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 and look, for better or worse, uh, for the people of Pennsylvania and Philadelphia— Larry Krasner's impeachable conduct has been utterly and completely transparent. His willful dereliction of duty has created a city of lawlessness, has created a city of violence. And when the, the modern day Philadelphia is known more for crime and murder than it is for the birthplace of our freedoms, that is a problem for all of Pennsylvania. And right now, if you're in the suburbs, Philadelphia's major export is lawlessness and violent
2: crime. One, I think to hammer home um, his love of criminals, I think the most shocking thing was the response press conference that then came the next day that was literally led by a former state representative who had to resign from office because she was convicted by the attorney general's office of stealing from homeless people. It was, was, if that's going to be
1: your defense. But look, and I, I actually feel, you know, my grandfather lived in Philly, you know, for a long time. I visited the city. It's a great city. Like, I, And I know people from my part of the state sometimes think everything bad that happens in the state comes from Philadelphia. That's not really true. There, There's great, rich history in Philadelphia, and there are a lot of— the, Philadelphia is, should be, and I think has been, uh, a gem of our state in certain ways, in terms of the ports, in terms of the, the history there. A- and this is just a shame because it is really the lack of— a district attorney doing their job or, or kind of changing the definition of what their job should be is leading directly to this problem. And, and it is a black eye for all of us. And I think it's something that needs to be highlighted. And, and again, our colleagues are doing that. And I know it's in the midst of budget season, but something has to be
0: done. And I think this is really starting a good conversation. Well, Philadelphia is the sixth largest city in the country. It's the home of the 2008 world champion Philadelphia Phillies. 2017 Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles it's the city of champions it's a city of freedom it's a number one economic driver in Pennsylvania and when you have businesses that are thinking about fleeing the city when you have people and tourists afraid to go downtown and see the historical sites when you have people that are refusing literally to come within Pennsylvania's borders because they fear for their own safety they fear for their lives that is a statewide problem it's going to hurt temple university you know if if kids don't want to go
1: or or some of the great universities that are down in that neck of the woods whether it be drexel villanova and, and like you said that's kind of starting to creep outside of the city but that's what happens right when 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 lawlessness and crime happens somewhere it starts to creep out and you have to nip it in the bud and we count on we count on a city or a state or a town's or a county's top law enforcement officer to do that right and and that's what we have in in that situation, with um, with the district attorney, so I I applaud. I, I know it seems like maybe this is a big step, and, and it is. It's certainly not something that is done lightly, but
2: it's a process that needs started. And you would think that, given the fact that Tom and Francis Wolf actually live in Philadelphia, I mean, we have this whole Mount Wolf charade, but they live in Rittenhouse Square. Everybody knows that, or maybe I just broke some news on this podcast. But wow, breaking um, news! Like you would think that he would actually take some interest in the safety of other residents of the city. Well, not when you have a state police detail. Well, yeah, I guess he's safe. (laughs) Yeah, I I,
1: I think that. (laughs) I think
2: that that helps. I don't want
0: guns, but I'm surrounding myself with people with guns because it makes me feel safer. Right. Right. Look,
1: that's always (laughs) been the case. That's always been the case. The people who can afford private security. Um, But I I think at the end of the day, crime crime is committed by human beings, and human beings react a certain way when you when you basically say hands off. Prosecuting crime, all of a sudden, certain things we're not going to prosecute. You have opened the door, and we see that, and and this is what we can do about it.
0: Well, and I think, look, when you have uh, the current mayor saying that the crime needs to be prosecuted, there needs to be accountability. When you have the former mayor saying that this is uh, all a problem of Larry Krasner's creation, the former DA saying uh, Larry Krasner has created this situation. You know, this isn't people from outside the state who are making these accusations. And this uh, isn't simply, re- by the way, none of those people, I believe, that you mentioned were Republicans. Correct. Absolutely not. No, so this um, is not a partisan thing either. Right. That it's not, it's not a partisan thing. This is, you know, unfortunately, Democrats uh, oftentimes like to deny what's right in front of their eyes. But you have many in Philadelphia who are seeing very clearly the kind of lawlessness, the kind of unchecked violence that's brought about by somebody who has said that, charging and arresting people with illegal gun possession is not a way to reduce gun crimes in Philadelphia. Well, have you even tried? Have you even tried to do your job to see if it'll work? maybe just maybe just like give it a shot. Uh, no pun intended. <laughs> give, of, it a, give it a try. Go yeah, get it. Give just, it give it a just, the old college just, look, try. Why don't you just try, do try to do the basic functions of your job and well, see yeah, if and, you're gonna be successful. And look, you have you have people like
1: Representative Jared Solomon who has a bill out now Democrat from Philadelphia trying to get more police into the city offering mm-hmm. the opportunity and I signed on as a co-sponsor I think it's a good idea trying to, to get retired give retired police an incentive to come there and help and, and the way he described it to me like Jesse look when you have stage 4 cancer You know it's not like we'll go eat some broccoli like yeah that's a healthy thing to do but when you have stage where you're like no give me radiation like give me whatever heaviest thing you can do to try and stop this let's address this as an issue and what we keep seeing and i think from the district attorneys and and his enablers denial this isn't an issue this yeah. isn't an issue. Well, you know, go eat some broccoli. No. Like, let's get in there and do something that actually has a chance to work. And like you said, not everything might work, but right. let's start trying some, some intense radiation here.
0: Well, and he has said that it's his job as he, he wants to as district attorney to create societal change in Philadelphia. Right. I mean, that's well, not the role is, of a district attorney. But he is. Right. He this is. is. He is <laughs> creating <laughs> he it and it's not for, for, the, for the better. better. Right. right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that This is not th- – but this is – that's not the job of a district attorney. If he wants to create societal change, run for mayor. Run for city council, run for state house, run for state senate, run for congress. That's the way in which you have a vote on policy. Your job as district attorney is to enforce the laws and prosecute crimes, not create a backdoor social agenda that ruins cities Mm -hmm. and makes people unsafe. And literally, you know, people wanted to say this week that Republicans have blood on our hands. Well, look, Larry Krasner's got blood on his hands. And we
1: need to focus on the solutions. Uh, not the blame. And, and that's something that is lost on so many people uh, these days. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I like focusing on blame a little bit. <laughs> well, that's
1: yeah. hey, that is the communications team's job <laughs> is to
2: assign blame. That's a good segue for uh, inflation. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's the fixer and then there's the yeah, blamer. Right, there, there's Biden it. and then there's well, the. Well, look, afterwards. first you have to identify the problem, which is blame, before you can fix the problem. Right. Right. We're blaming something and then we'll address the thing. Look, if everybody's guilty, nobody's to blame. Uh, but we're in a situation here in Philadelphia where literally everybody's innocent. So we have to blame somebody. That's true. <laughs> and that, no, that's true. That, and that's, blame the guy that's not doing his job. Right. Yeah,
1: and that's why you hold him accountable. And it's in terms of inflation, um, We look, we, we have this sustainability issue in Pennsylvania. I do think that... That people understand that maybe a little more, even if the posturing is spend all this money, spend all this money, spend all this money, and and the governor has released this idea that you know we're going to send send people these checks and right. And I'm getting doubling down on Biden's right. I'm getting strategy. calls from constituents like well. Well, well, yeah, let's just let's all get some of that money. I mean, or let's let's do this, let's do that. Everybody's promising everything without the ability to understand this is a temporary situation and we have to treat it as such. I think, though, people in the building are starting to understand that from the conversations we're having, and that's a good thing. I mean, you cannot, you know, I mean, this is this is like getting. Now, well, since we're food food guys, I mean, this is like getting the best, biggest Sorry, chocolate what? pie. I just woke up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like this. No, no, let's do even better. Like, this five-tier
0: chocolate cake with chocolate like icing. Is it a different example? You don't like cake? No, I don't like cake. It's too sweet. You, I watched you eat a donut this morning. Do- a donut, <laughs> not a cake. Okay.
1: Okay, so the, you got this big <laughs> stack of donuts, right? And they're just, they're, like whatever it. Jason's favorite donuts are, we're going to stack them to the ceiling. Like, you can come in and you can eat them all at once and be ill, or you can eat a little bit, feel good, and still have some for tomorrow. That was a horrible analogy. That's exactly perhaps. what I do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you threw me
1: off with a cake. I had a had a really good Well, well no, you, did can't, you, see, you cannot just have all this money, go out the door right now and think it's actually going to accomplish anything because it's not. It's gonna be waste. What the one the one thing you hate to hear in government is well we have it to spend Let's just find a way to spend it. No, no, that is not creating anything sustainable, nor is it good government. Um, So if we need to continue to put more in the rainy day fund and spend wisely, invest wisely, and then whatever we can return to the taxpayers, we need to look to do that. Although when I'm in the
0: Hager outlet website, I think to myself, you know what? I got money to spend. Let's see if I can find some way to spend it. The Hager outlet website. He loves Hager. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: Wow. I didn't. That's a new. Is that a thing? Hager. Yeah. But why the do? You, can you just go to the outlet you want to go to the website? Well, yeah, but they're closing hotel. their
0: outlet stores. So they used to have one in Hershey that's closed. Now the only the closest one is in Lancaster, yeah, um, which I'm only near when I'm at Dutch Wonderland with my family. Okay, um, so but, you
1: but you just go online. You're an online shopper.
0: Uh, yeah, and actually, I've, because Hager's true to size for me. I have bought okay. suits online if you yeah. know your size. Well, I just yeah, But every
1: suit fits a little. That's the thing. It's like you know your size with a certain brand. No, no, no. Well, Hager, yeah.
0: Hager. Yeah. Hager I mean, is. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't right. do it with any other
1: brand. But okay, Hager. right. So that's what I'm
0: getting at. And so look, you don't. You're just very. You know that. You yeah. know the Hager size, and, uh, how it fits. And I just bought a suit. So the, the incredible really? deals at Hager podcast brought to you by Hager. Uh, that yeah, This is like product placement. <laughs> that, is this a, is th- this
1: is a Hager? This suit? is a Hager
0: jacket. I bought this a couple years jacket? ago. It looks but, good. But uh, like the suit I wore on Monday, for those of you who are here, blue suit, bought that from Hager online. And then. Uh, I, I thought was, that when you walked on the floor, t- I thought like where t- where, <laughs> where
1: did he get that? <laughs> suit? Yeah. Everyone was know. thinking
0: it. I was that was full Hager. That was a Hager suit, Hager pants, Hager, <laughs> yeah. Hager suit, Hager shirt, Hager tie, Hager socks. Only thing I wasn't wearing that was Hager my shoes, the Rockports. Podcast brought to you by Rockports. we can. But well, well, anyway, so this. look at this, y'all. A new suit, uh, you know, suit with a with a with a full suit, coat, okay. pants, one hundred and eight
2: dollars. All right. All right. So inflation hasn't hit Hager. Well, that's why they're going out of business. Yeah. <laughs> that's, with, that's, with,
0: that's, with, that's with 60% off plus another 20% off for Father's Day. All right. Use right. code DAD10. Good show. Good
1: well, for the 20% for that are still listening, we'll talk <laughs> no, about, we'll I think talk actually, about no, Cole's This just, next. No, this just, this just absolutely <laughs> raised the bar right now. There's more people listening. There are people who are calling saying, you've got to tune, tune into this. Because <laughs> this is now, now Jay- Jason now has some
2: dope advice on that's Hager. Right. Now
1: we are talking about something real to people, and that is shopping online. And uh, yeah, I think it no, you'd look good. I thought actually, I think you've looked good all week, if I may
0: say. Well, again, uh, www.hager.com, h-a-g-g-a-r.com. <laughs> Neil, what are you wearing? Who are, no,
1: no, I'm a Joseph A. Banks kind I'm of guy. I that's not the question. What are you wearing? Who are you wearing? <laughs> Joseph Who A. Banks. Are you wearing? You're wearing Joseph
0: A. Banks.
2: Yep, I think. Yep, all Joseph A Banks. Well, look,
0: you got a, you got a nice cream shirt on with a with a pop and blue tie. I have Hager pants on. I just do realized. you?
2: All right. Yeah. See,
1: how about that? We're a,
0: we're, we're, a, we're a Hager podcast.
1: Stafford tie. I do like Stafford. J C. Penny
0: also a favorite of mine.
1: And a Brooks Brothers shirt.
0: Ugh, it's too fancy.
2: No offense, but in this world where someone is claiming to be a billionaire, Brooks Brothers won't cut it. Can I recommend a Taylor?
0: I'll oh, manage.
2: You British don't have a monopoly on snobbery, you know? Look, not a monopoly. More of a controlling interest.
1: <laughs> I am the vice chair of the appropriations
2: committee. <laughs> <laughs> like, you got to look the part. Come on now, like <laughs> you gotta look the part. <laughs> anyway, well, speaking, we'll speaking of <laughs> speaking of cringy, uh, did you see Joe Biden when he's speaking at the AFL CIO this week? First of all, like, what is with this thing that he does where he like whispers and then he starts like shouting like a crazy person? Like he goes from whispering like a like a weird grandpa to 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 shouting like your other grandpa.
1: So I think they I think on the teleprompter <laughs> but, when he's when he's whispering they have he he takes his because they have the font too low <laughs> and so then they're like he needs to get louder so they bring the font up and he thinks that means get louder I'm, yeah. I'm going to go with that so,
2: so his quiz he goes I don't want to hear any more of these lies about out of control spending we're changing people's lives and it's like oh my god Like it's, it's like settled that that out of control spending from Washington caused inflation. Like
0: well, uh, you know, again, Neil, he didn't say whether he was changing people's
2: lives for the better. Well, that's true. They're just changing. <laughs> that's the true. You can no changing. longer afford to drive anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. You know, food is is much Listen, more expensive. can honest,
1: honest to goodness, like the the pre- Trump's press conferences were somewhat legendary. You know, we've we've talked about some of those, some of the great lines over the years. You know, the the, the me And then Biden's are legendary for other reasons. But you know, it's it's like, can we just have a normal press like? Uh, can can there be somebody just stand up at one uh, it, it's it's horrible
0: there was and a normal press conference at ten thirty on monday i mean from building. the national oh, okay. level listen I, all of our <laughs> press conferences better be
1: normal you guys won't have jobs anymore and look i mean <laughs> <laughs> you are the communications team <laughs> okay
2: that's fair um but you know so our policy committee house republican policy committee has started doing a series of hearings great hearings great Great hearings hearings. kind of diving in on what what does inflation mean for pennsylvanians and i mean i thought there was some great testimony this week from like the farm bureau and small business community you know i mean just the price of diesel think about what that means for for a farmer who needs to get out and and tend to his field and the fact that his diesel prices have gone up like 300 percent i mean it's just unsustainable so it's really hitting people hitting people in the pocketbooks here in Pennsylvania. What I find interesting, too, is Pennsylvania House Democrats are trying to basically do the same Biden messaging with trying to, you know, you may think that inflation is caused by all the classic causes of inflation. But in reality, it's just price gouging and corporate greed.
0: I, I like how they try to have a, their policy here and try to have a, some sort of a, a counter hearing to the one that we did on Monday about how conservative policies are crushing the middle class. And the only testifier... <laughs> that they had was <laughs> Mark Steyer Tire. from the the Pennsylvania Budget and Policy <laughs> Center, the the lefty-left-left yeah. left, like, uh, think hack. tank. Yeah. Yeah. We need a hack to just can't say get what any, we want to say. We can't get, a, we can't get a, a really credible person to come in and actually support our opinion, so we have, to, we have to get this guy to come in.
2: But I guess everybody's got their place, right? Everybody's got their spot. That's <laughs> yeah. why we do it well, right? Do Work it better. They didn't have time to purchase a RAND study. That's, yeah,
0: that's true. Well, but uh, anyway, I think that the shocking number that came out of yesterday's House Republican policy That's hearing, such- By the way,
1: that is such a nerdy
0: joke <laughs> that you just told- Like, know, if there are five people who are
1: laughing out there when they hear that, those five people will be identified- And all five of them
2: have purchased a Rand study. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, they're, so, they're actually so nerdy, nerdy that they're- Go Seth, look it Seth, up, folks. Seth Groves' most uh, consistent listeners. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That, is, that is a nerdy <laughs> joke right there. Um, th- no, but the, the shocking number that came out of the policy hearing yesterday for me was- Inflation is costing Pennsylvania households an additional three thousand dollars this year, and Steve Miskin told me that this line is, t- is bad because it's too hard to explain. But if, if for P- Pennsylvania to pay their taxes last year, if we try to give them two thousand dollars back, like Governor Wolf wants them to wants to do, we're actually giving them their tax dollars back, or what quote unquote giving them back uh, at less value than what they paid for them. So they gave us two thousand dollars, and we want to give that back to them. That $2,000 is worth less today than when they paid it to us. That's true.
2: Well, and I know we. I I know you explained that well. I know we're the comms guys, so we're not supposed to do math, but like, I mean, that is ended up costing people more than the $3,600 checks that Biden sent them in the first place, which is what caused all of this.
1: Yeah. All right. Let's let's, let's get get the nails thing. I actually have
2: to go make some law here in a little bit. Yeah. So this is just real quick. (laughs) This is uh, scary. Yeah. does, Does inflation impact elephants? No. Okay. I don't think so. Good. But the, this is, I, So I saw this in the Wall Street Journal, and it kind of, like, it's kind of eye-popping. So Happy the Elephant isn't a legal person, New York's highest court rules. So Happy is an elephant that resides at the Bronx Zoo, okay. and a group of animal rights activists sued, uh, arguing habeas corpus, of all things, I like uh, to try going. to free Happy from the Bronx Zoo, right? But where, here's, here's where what I take? found alarming. Okay. The vote at the New York Supreme Court was five to two. Meaning that there are two liberal justices on the New York Supreme Court that were like, eh, you know what? I could kind of see how Happy could be a person. (laughs) So where do they want Happy to go? Uh, In the Bronx. They want him to walk like a free person. In the Bronx.
1: That's gonna be awesome. Happy listen, you know if Happy could talk, like the little far side comics where the animals can like talk, Hi, Happy's going, Bull, I am not
2: going out there. Yeah. Like, right. I'm, the reason like, I'm happy the elephant is because I am in the best place to be right now you know, in the like, Bronx. I get like three square meals a day here. Right. Right. Like they change my
1: water. I am not I'm not going out to battle things in, in real life New York right now. Right. Like, will you keep me in the happy place? Would Happy vote for AOC? No, no, Happy, well, Ooh. Happy would, listen, I don't know if Happy would vote for AOC. I tell you what he
0: would vote is to keep me in the zoo. That's right. where he would vote. Well, uh, if Happy voted for ARC, he'd be the not the first elephant to be called a rhino. Ew. Ooh, well, <laughs> all right. That's awesome. Well, well all right, <laughs> robust discussion here, guys. Uh, as uh, Leader Benninghoff would say, lots of good dialogue. Um, enjoyed the discussion. But uh, our time here for the week has come to an end. If you want to go listen to where this podcast is at, of course, we're called Generally Assembled. We are available at www.pahousegop.com slash mypodcast, where all of your favorite House podcasts, House Republican podcasts are found. Uh, Grove Unleashed, uh, Fresh Takes with Joe Kerwin. By the way, did By you know? By the way, did you know with Tornecker? Ecker? Uh, yes. Uh, so all those Look are, at everybody getting into the mix. All those are there. Uh, but I think, uh, you know, we. you just want to make sure if you're, you know, whatever your favorite podcast platform is, uh, Google, Apple- Uh, Spotify, not Stitcher. Alright, for uh, Representative Topper, Neil, I'm Jason. This is Generally Assembled. We will see you all next week.